Yeah. We went live. We're live now, Chase. We're live? <laughs> We're live. So cool. It's a little bit better. Yeah, it seems better for a second. We'll see how it holds up. So for anybody joining, we are having slight technical issues with Mr. Chase Boyd. I assume the Wi-Fi. You can blame me for that. Yeah, I assume the Wi-Fi, the internet just can't handle that much handsomeness on one side of the phone. That's got to be the issue. It's the looks, bro. <laughs> it's always the looks. Look at that. This Look at things the like my hair. phone's like 980p, and I'm a 10, so I think that's the problem. That's 100% what's going on, dude. So we're here with Chase Boyd. Chase, what's going on, dude? I hope you said what's going on, dude, because it like kind of phased out, but just chilling. I'm just chilling at work, uh, about to get off and go hit some training at Armazani. And then uh, tomorrow I go to the academy to train. Nice. So obviously gearing up for the big fight July 9th at Brawl in the Bird 12. What do you think of your opponent? Like what's your first impression of your opponent, Brady Rivera? Uh, better facial hair better uh man bun uh this is gonna be the battle for the bun uh but no i i didn't want to fight brady at first to be honest uh jim hit me he said uh brady was two and four and then uh i was like man that doesn't like that seems like they're gonna feed me somebody or something because i'm coming off a loss and then i looked into his record like he moved to thailand i think it was for like seven months lived there uh like worked on his striking and like I've seen him compete I think in like three three different grappling tournaments and he subbed everybody and then I watched him compete and catch wrestling he dominated this dude beat the living piss out of him and uh, uh then I think his Muay, his Muay Thai career has been going real good so I watched all of that and I was like all right he's like really good and I think I'm sleeping on him a little bit and then uh I was like, I should fight him because I think he's good. Uh, he's nice and rangy, super lanky. Uh, like I said, great mustache. Oh, yeah. I just You just put the poster up, too. His mustache is beautiful. <laughs> man. And that's a picture from when I was, like, 20. He, he, look, he looks like a man. And I look like a boy in this. You guys are doing me wrong. We got we to gotta hype the fights, Chase. We got to give you extra motivation. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> i love you guys should edit a mustache on me at least or something or edit his mustache off and put it on mine and then edit Dude. mine onto his yeah yeah let's that's i'm gonna get our graphic designer on that she's on the case right now i think it i think it genuinely should be battle of the buns it's though, like dude. uh breaking up again we're just breaking up we're like sad teenagers over here just breaking up all the time that beaver county internet I don't know. Chase, I think we're losing you, dude. Can you yeah. can you hear me at all? Bad times. Bad times. We're going to kick Chase out for a it's second. It's like so light. You're just lagging so bad. <laughs> Chase is um, graciously taking time out of his work schedule, which is awesome. But yeah, um, this is I don't think it's working because like, the, uh, the live is messed he's up, at dude. Working, the uh, connection is not great um, for him, yeah. so that's really tough right now. But I do want to say, as my wife just pointed out, Battle of the Buns, hashtag Battle of the Buns. We're going to need to get Chase's picture updated, like we said, to to one when he has a bun, because obviously the bun is like primo right now. And uh, I'm going to try to add Chase back to the stream here in a second to see if it's still lagging for him. But 
hashtag battle of the buns that actually needs to happen like would you cut your hair if he beats you like can this be a hair match we need elon to oh no oh chase is still lagging try to, uh, i'm gonna text him on the side see Sorry, everybody. The internet and technology is amazing until it isn't. And unfortunately, when you're doing these virtual meetings and things like that, I think we need to just get like in-person interviews rolling at some point. It would be a lot more to set up. Obviously, you know, it would be really annoying and it would be a lot more work, but the finished product would be so much better. You know, I want, I want this podcast to do really well. I want you guys to see it and hear interesting conversations. So it's very unfortunate when stuff like that happens, when a guy's connection is not great or when our connection is not great. I mean, geez, you've seen it, seen it plenty from us as well. So it's not like we were always totally on the ball with the internet either, but here at my house, you know, the internet's pretty solid, pretty stable, pretty reliable usually. So Unfortunately, it's looking like Chase's, you know, wherever he's working at. I think he's out in Beaver County usually. So that Beaver County internet just hits different, man. It's it's not the same. Need to get down to Allegheny County, Chase. Maybe get we'll maybe get Chase back on when he's at the academy one day because obviously we really want to hear from Chase. And uh this is a big fight for him against Brady Rivera. Like we said, battle the buns, hashtag battle the buns. I freaking love that. I think the loser really should cut his hair. And we're going to have Brady on here in a second. So I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask Brady what he thinks about that. Like, let's make this a hair match. I think anybody in favor of a hair match, you need to go post, tweet, hashtag battle the buns, tag them, make this a hair match. Well, that's this is what it's all about. You're an advanced amateur. They're both you know, coming off defeats inside the cage. So they need to get back on the winning track, but also they need their confidence back. And what could be more confidence inspiring than knowing that you're fighting for your hair? Like if you're fighting for your hair, you got to just absolutely bring it. So I think Chase absolutely should make this a hair match. You know, he said Brady has the better facial hair and I know he feels like he may even have better real hair, you know, actual head hair. So if he's willing to put that bun on the line, then that's something that needs to happen. We should probably get like a special belt made or something, maybe like a golden comb or something. I wonder if Ryan would be into making like a golden comb or a golden brush for the winner of this epic hair match. So it is, it really is hair versus hair though. So you got to love that. But the fight itself is amazing too. I actually queued up a video. I was going to have chase kind of, talk us through it but like i said unfortunately his internet is uh not cooperative right now so i'm going to play the video nonetheless this is from chase's last fight inside the 247 fc cage he fought brogan andres who since this fight against chase brogan has been on an absolute tear i believe he's seven and three now and uh wait chase is back we're gonna see we're gonna see back the duck is back it's conor mcgregor red penny night baby we're in the chat now. He can't leave. Are you good? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, bro. Now I can hear you. Your beautiful voice. Okay. This Give me is... a scream, like a metal scream, real quick on, on that beautiful mic. I, dude, I can't Hello? do that to these people. I can't subject our good listeners. You did it on Facetime that. with me earlier. <laughs> I always do. You know, you know how it do. You know how it do. I only, uh, I only no. scream on the guitar. Like I'll, I'll rip some guitar. I'll rip some guitar for you guys on the podcast one day for sure. 
I'm down. But yeah, this golden Dude. brush needs to happen. If there's no belt involved. I love that you're still brush. listening. Yeah. Dude, oh my absolutely. god. Yeah, I came like, back in and they were laughing at me. They're like, "You're an idiot." Were you I was like, "I know." <laughs> will you will you put your hair on the line? Like, can we make this a hair match? If we donate it, if we can donate, I don't even know if my hair is long enough to donate. So, like, yeah, I would definitely do that if he would be down. You know what I mean? Like I said, like, yeah, and you were right. He does have better a better man bun and stuff. It's I had one at one point that was just as nice, but I cut it off. But uh, yeah, I would shave my head if uh, if he's willing to donate his too. I'll donate mine if it's like eligible to donate. But nice. We got to make that happen. We definitely like, I'm going to advertise that for sure. We'll talk to Brady, see what he thinks. Let's do it. I don't know. He might be that, that, oh man, that stash too. Should it, is it like making mole rats shave everything? Like just your eyebrows stay? Or is it like, what is it? I mean, I was, I was thinking like just the man bun goes like you just cut your hair like just you can keep your beard in it whatever you want there. So winner brings a samurai sword or no 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 both of us bring samurai swords to the bout. Someone like uh you know how they do seppuku I think it's called have <laughs> yeah. someone kneel and then we cut the bun off just like that right. <laughs> yes yes just we'll one... have a drink after call it a day yeah dude you get it you like get that. it let's do that. So oh, yeah. I'm going to we're going to talk to Brady right after this and see what he thinks. But he's got to be down for that. That'd be cool, dude. In the in the meantime, I want to I'm going to play this clip of your last fight with us against Brogan. All right. I'm going to play play a little video cool. for the good people back home. So let's check this out and then we'll get your comments Show them what on they're it. working with. Boom. <laughs> and Boyd looking for the takedown as it actually looked like. Andres was looking for the throw, but Boyd ends this up on where Boyd top. This well. We'll see. Andres rolls him. Now has, it looks like a, I thought a head and arm, an arm triangle choke, Not but he might be a little, little yeah. high. Let's go of it and chase Boyd, trying to get back to his feet. There's the hip toss. But good job oh. riding the hips by right. Chase Boyd. Here's the scramble. Oh. Ends up on the back of Brogan. Andres, what a scramble there for Chase exhaustion, Boyd. Exhaustion on... Andre. And looking and for the, the not even fighting again. it Very is Andres. Deep. This is bad. This is might be the finish. He's yeah. wincing. He's wrenching this rear naked choke here, palm to palm. And it tight. is over. What a finish and what a comeback from Chase Boyd. And you see just the emotion pouring out from Chase Boyd as that was a big, big victory. Dog. That was an insane performance. Like, what were you thinking first off when he hit yeah, that hip toss on you? Yeah, especially against Brogan too. Fuck this! <laughs> it hurt. It hurt really bad when I landed, and I was like, you know, when Ricky Bobby was like, "I'm flying through the air right now." That's how, it. Literally was slow motion, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." Hit the mat, and then uh, went into Coyote Guard, and then yeah, got him back on the cage, but uh. I was very intimidated to Brogan because Brogan was just tearing through people like uh, his last fight before me. I know he's coming off a loss in that, but it was like a super tough opponent and uh, he made the third round with him. But uh, yeah, he was beating like he beat Darren Williams, Damone Hawkins. Damone, I, Damone's a really good friend of mine. I love Damone and I know he's super skilled. So I knew it was going to be a tough fight because I know how good Damone is and 
like uh brogan took him out in the first round and i was like oh man but uh showing up to that fight i was ultra confident because i had a really good team and uh i ended up coming away with the w from the uh rear naked choke dude and brogan has won two straight since that fight finished two guys i think he's going pro that's the rumor on the street i didn't want to break any news like ariel hawani or anything but i heard he's going pro and he deserves it man he's a hard worker uh great dude we talked after the fight uh andrew law is coach I, I have a bunch of respect for andrew law he's an og of the fight game in the area so what's not to love about that they're an awesome team we have man. our ogs too like uh, oh yeah oh yeah hell yeah yeah we really do pittsburgh ogs they they hit different man there's a lot in the area <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kama, uh, Chris Dempsey, Isaac, Lou, uh, Dave, Chris Deep, all these. Yeah, they have great stories for days, too. Like, if you ever just, like, like just come to, like, one of the gyms, like, after, like, Matt talk, like, that's the best. Like, it's, like, 10 at night. No one can move, so everybody's just sitting there sweating, drinking water, talking about old war stories and battle scars and stuff. It's the best. It's the What's best. What's it – What's it feel like for you, though, to be a part of that? I mean, you're obviously training at the academy, but you're an active part of the Pittsburgh MMA lore, you know? Yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, everybody in the game's pretty cool. Even if you're in the same weight class, we pretty much, like, still, like, friends and stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, showing up to practice every day. Like, yesterday, you never know who you're going to see, like, I was at practice working with Kama the other day. Shock is there. Uh, Chris D, Chris Williams, and then Dempsey walks in. And I'm like, oh, man, like I got to get some knowledge from this dude. So, like, I asked him a couple questions. And Dempsey is such a great guy. He's always willing to teach, always willing to, like, show, like, you know, the next generation. So, it's always great seeing him and uh, showed me some cool stuff and just talked for, like, an hour and then headed out. Did he get you that cement mixer series? He, he's the king of the cement mixer. Yeah, we don't we don't bring that up. That's uh that's some PTSD <laughs> stuff there. I have to trigger for me, so <laughs> one too many times. <laughs> yeah, oh my. You should Dude. see uh he does a one-handed guillotine with a chin strap. It's uh it's pretty uh pretty good. That's his specialty, <laughs> man. That, that's his specialty. The Mike Wilkins, I was at Stout one day and Mike Wilkins was breaking that down, sharing all of Dempsey's secrets, but Dempsey's the king of that. You know, the thing that really sucks is you could watch as many videos as you want, go to as many seminars as you want to learn how to defend against the chin strap. And still he's going to submit you two or three times in the round, the five minute round with the chin strap. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> it's like so. when, when, when Ronda Rousey was just arm barring everybody and everybody knew it was coming, but couldn't stop it. That's Dempsey. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's not a matter of, uh, if it's a matter of when <laughs> exactly dude, for real and, and with you man when you get somebody's back you know we saw it with brogan there i don't know if you would say the rear naked is your signature move or choke or not but i mean you've shown pretty remarkable back control with guys lately and what is it with you and once you get somebody's back just being relentless uh i don't know man i uh when i was younger i was a lot smaller so getting to the back was always the option on someone like jumping on someone's back to choke them. Like there, there's like, you have like four people fighting each other. Like just like four on fours, like just run up behind someone and choke them out. Like that was always like the goal or come up behind them and sneak them or something like that. But uh, 
I think I started playing the back probably like a year ago. I started loving like that position a lot though. Cause like there's so much you can do from it. Uh, I was working with like Lou, uh, Jim Clark. Uh, I, I say Lou, but Lou Armazani, I should say his full name. Uh, yeah. Chris Passarella, like Ryan Ariola. They've showed me so many great attacks from there. Uh, Dave's helped my uh, ground and pound from that position significantly. I just posted a video from a, uh, like a, street beefs of sorts brawl of me on some dude's back tk on him from the thing like that was some stuff dave showed me so uh yeah the back's like fun and like you you're not you're not in that much risk as long as you don't cross your ankles or get too high as long as you have like the good fundamentals of control in the back like you're pretty much safe from damage so yeah what i mean might be a weird question but dude like in that video it was very obvious like your legs are extremely powerful like you have so much lower body strength what's your what's your strength and conditioning routine for them thangs man those hamstrings look ridiculous honestly i just watch mark cherico videos all day and they just grow <laughs> big <laughs> serious you don't believe it's the, me it's true though it's the only explanation for having legs like that yeah it's like watching uh, jiu-jitsu breakdowns and stuff. I just watch them squat, and then my legs get bigger. <laughs> That's beautiful. Dude, our uh, our intern, Dylan Cole, says the Croatian crowbar is possibly the best nickname we've had at 247. Uh, at 247, but the best nickname in uh, Pittsburgh fight history is definitely Chris Balls Deep. I'm sorry. It takes 100%. the cake every time. Exactly. And you know There's... he's showing up to go hard. He's going balls deep. You know what I mean? Like, he's coming. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's no way around that not being the best nickname. It's number one. Oh, hell yeah. He also, also our intern, I'm going to share this with you if I can figure out how to, uh, like, download it fast while we're on. He, our intern, already photoshopped some hair match photoshops of what you could look like without oh, your God. hair or with a mustache. I'm gonna see if I can Ooh. share this. I don't know if it's gonna let me. But give me a Tom Selleck style stash, because that's what he's <laughs> rocking with, bro. It is. If this was like a gunfight. I'd have like a 22, and he'd have like a freaking. We'll say like a. We'll say a 30 out six or something, or like You're a right. five out Because I mean, ugh. dude, you gotta respect. I'm just disappointed in myself. Yeah, you really but gotta respect Brady's game. Let oh my see. god, I wonder oh, if he no. uses like Dapper Dan in it. And like like specialty stuff, or if he's just natural, I don't know, dude. He's gonna be on the show here in a little bit, so I'm about to find out. You know what I mean? Uh, We're gonna I was ask. Gonna, that's all natural, and if not, help a brother up with some product. I am 100. percent You guys can have a hair match and also play for product. Like we'll uh, that'll be the gift. Like instead of winning a belt, you'll just win like a gallon of of mustache oil. Jo yeah, <laughs> dapper Dan stuff. We'll be yeah. bonafide. <laughs> so i can't for some reason i can't share the the pictures on the live stream but i'll send them to you no, when we fine. when we hang you're up good. i'll get them to you and i'll also post them yeah. for the public because you guys got to see this i think bald chase with a mustache might actually be the move sounds like a villain though <laughs> he's also got you in like a cowboy I have hat. An awkwardly shaped head too yeah that sounds like a yeah because when i shave my head so my nickname in high school when kids used to pick on me used to call me sloth Right, <laughs> so from the Goonies, you know how like traumatizing that is, and then they're uh, like, "Oh, why do you have problems talking to girls now?" And it's like, "Oh, because they called me sloth like way back in the day, and it really hurt." Yeah, but who's slothing <laughs> now? Look, look at look at you now, son. You're like a model. You're like a Pittsburgh MMA model. I'm now. hey, you guys, but I'm like jacked. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> hey, perfect. you guys, on someone's back choking them out, you know? Oh, dude, that's God. that's all you need. Like, that. that's truly all you need, dude. So, you follow up. Do you know like how Kama should... – Go ahead, go ahead. Do you know how Kama screamed, I'm the real deal, after he uh, submitted Pena? I'm yeah. going to scream, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> dude, please oh, do. Please do. It would be an epic clip. Have you have you seen our uh, new four four K camera? I have not. Oh wait, with the slow mo and all that that jazz. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, we need you. Yeah, going. I love that thing. I saw. Go ahead. Wait, we say that again. I think we're we're lagging again, maybe a little bit. But I was going to say we need you going full sloth in four K slow mo. Like that would be epic. <laughs> I'll do the truffle shuffle after I get up to Patty Pimblet weight. Nice, nice. <laughs> How does he gain weight so fast, dude? He got so fat so fast. How does one judge somebody for eating good bread? If I make, how much do you think he made on like that last fight? Enough. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. no bro. Idea. I'm going to every. <laughs> I'm tasting every food place in Pittsburgh. I'm going stopping everywhere, so I could see. You know what I mean? And he's young, so you can yeah. usually put stuff down. When you're younger. True. True. What's your number one food? Like, what's your cheat meal or what's your, like, post-fight meal that you crave that you look forward to? Water. <laughs> water is the best thing after. So, I think water is the best thing. And this is this is everybody's going to be like, nah, he's eating ho-hos and shit, which that's true. But I love drinking water. I don't know what it is. It's just, like, this uh, humbling feeling when you sit in the sauna that last, like, 10 hours before weigh-ins or whatever, and you get to sip water after you weigh in. Like, oh, my God. It's amazing. It's like that uh that stuff Bobby Boucher had, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the glacier water, bottle. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dude, that's I drink beautiful. that. What type of water do you drink? I I'm usually like a smart water guy, honestly. Smart I don't know. water? Yeah, something about that's it. Smart that's not a smart choice. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm no. Joking, I'm joking. What's what's your water? I mean, I gotta judge your water now. It's either Fiji or Waki or something like that. I forget. I'm not I'm not pronouncing that right at all, but it is fire. It's like volcanic, whatever they say, water something like okay. that they figured out. I gotta you know? find that. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had that. So maybe I'll I bring need to you try some to the fight. All right, thanks, dude. I appreciate yeah. that. We got Dylan, high-quality H2O chiming in. Classic. That's, <laughs> this is fantastic. Gatorade. I think we should be sponsored by, like, some glacier water. That would be sick. Yeah. Or, no, no. I was going to say whoever 50 Cent bought Sobe, but he sold it. So, I was going to say that, but he sold it. So, it's no longer a Dang. good company. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can't trust Sobe anymore then. Hit Sean O'Malley up. We'll do a collab on something. We'll call it Sugar Water. Dude, that's a good call. Sugar water. I love that. Let's do that. Bro. All right, man. Well, I'm not going to keep you from work too much longer, but I appreciate you. Please do, bro. uh, (laughs) I appreciate you vibing in and putting the hair on the line. We're going to get Brady in here in just a second. So I'm going to ask him about the hair and then stay tuned for the clip on social media, everybody. We got something brewing here. Cool. Tell him I said he's a silly goose. I read in his bio not to take life serious, so. Tell him I think he's the silliest of silly gooses. <laughs> I'll let him know for sure. I think he can actually hear you right now because he's like in the waiting room. So, oh, cool. What's up, Brady? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Go enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll uh, talk right. to Brady, and then we'll get back to you on the golden comb. Yep. All right. Be, All right, be easy, I guess. Later. Come see me. <laughs> Brady Rivera joining the show. <laughs> look at look at dude. Hey so, man. What's up, dude? How are you? 
I'm chilling. I'm feeling good. Nice. So I just came in when he called me a silly goose. That's why I'm hilarious. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you yeah, obviously you didn't see the beginning of the show though, but he was complimenting your hair and mustache big time. He's kind of jealous of your hair and mustache game. So Appreciate how much that. how much pride do you take in that? Uh, at this point, a good amount. Just because I've been uh, I, I went through the dark times of having, you know, just a thin little guy, thin little mustache, you know what I mean? What wasn't worth a shit and i still rocked with it still stayed true you know but uh it's filling out more these days and you know it's trying to ride with it i appreciate it that's beautiful so chase has a little bit of a man bun going on right now pretty decent beard happening he wanted to propose a hair match to you the loser has to cut his hair like is that something that you're going to accept or is the hair too precious to you oh yeah oh yeah that's cool i don't go i was actually going to cut it uh pretty soon anyways so that's cool i mean I, I feel like I'm going to win regardless. I'll probably just cut it afterwards. but <laughs> So we can both cut our hair. That's, that's chill. He said like a uh, like a Japanese samurai ritual. Like like we'll bring a little sword and like hold your hair out and just slice it. One clean slice for the loser. If he has a fucking super sharp samurai sword, dope. He should bring it. And if they'll let, let him bring it into the venue, cooler. Cool. Chase Chase genuinely might have a super sharp samurai. Like I would not put that past him for you sure. <laughs> I'm in. I'm gonna fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so for for everybody listening in live, this is Brady Rivera. He's facing Chase Boyd, obviously at Brawl in the Berg 12, July 9th at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Dude, this event is stacking up so well. The tickets are already like it's crazy, man. The the ticket sales are amazing. You guys are going to have an amazing crowd in there. We're stoked to have you, brother. So obviously being, you know, the out of town fighter, our audience isn't quite as familiar with you. So the first thing I just want to bring up is like your background. Chase was talking about it that, you know, he's watched you in grappling tournaments and Muay Thai fights. Mm -hmm. Um, Where where did your combat career begin, though? Like what, what was the first? kind of exposure you had to fighting uh fighting technically i guess would be like you know street fights when i was very young I and mean, then my first one was like second grade but um i mean i've been wrestling since i was five uh from a small town in nevada um just you know my dad matt very early on uh he was my coach for a really long, long time and um, started taking that really seriously, even as a young kid, you know, doing the weight cuts, going to nationals, fucking driving around, doing the camps, you know, it was, it was a huge part of my young life. And then, uh, got started getting into like MMA training, getting, uh, really into UFC and, uh, WEC at the time. Um, I remember I was a huge Uriah Faber nerd in middle school nice. and I was like the first guy I really looked up to in MMA. <laughs> and then, uh, my dad ended up finding a gym like an hour away you know, that, that would do some MMA for not crazy expensive. And um, because, you know, back in this time, this is, you know, 2006, 2007, something like that. And there just wasn't that many places to train back then. And yeah, uh, he would take me, you know, a couple of days a week and we'd go up there and I quit baseball just so I could go do this shit, like, you know, a couple of times a week uh, during the springtime. And uh, then through that and then uh, I went and wrestled in college. Uh, out at Menlo on the West Coast in the Bay Area. And uh, I got away from MMA and jiu-jitsu and all that completely. And then shortly after my career there, um, when I got into like the working world and stuff, um, I started training with the Anderson brothers. Um, One's a combat jiu-jitsu world champ at the moment. The other's uh, active in Bellator. 
and they're really good. They taught me a lot and I started working out with them every day and realizing this is something that uh, I wanted to dedicate my life to. And uh, that was a few years ago and I've been on the path ever since. Nice, dude. That's sick. I mean, that that's definitely an awesome path that you've traveled and just goes to show, you know, how well-rounded you're going to be inside the cage. That's one thing that Chase kept talking about was how you've done it all. Like there's nowhere in a fight you can go that you're going to be uncomfortable and definitely the same same can be said for chase so we're definitely like insanely excited for the matchup how long did you look at chase or how much thought did you give the bout before you accepted because from what i remember it it happened pretty quick (laughs) um i leave that up to my coach um my coach said hey i got a guy for you um after you know a little bit after your muay thai fight as long as you know you're not hurt from that you want you you know you want to take it i was like yeah let's just take it i mean have you looked at the guy he said yeah um i said you feel good? He says, I feel great. I said, boom, let's do it. I didn't look him up. Nothing. I don't care. I stopped checking brackets in high school. So nice. That that's and one then, way. Uh, to... Yeah. Oh, so not to cut you off. Sorry. No, you're, you're good, brother. I was just going to say that's certainly like aligns with everything I've heard and seen from your team so far. You know, we've worked with you guys just recently with getting Cam Sandoval in there at Flood City Fight Night too. And obviously he put on a freaking show. Yeah. He looked amazing. We knew going in, you know, he's a super tough kid, going to be really yeah. good everywhere the fight goes. But that just showed the level of training you guys got going on there. So what what took you from Nevada to now North Carolina with Battleborn and everything? Like what what was that journey like for you? So, yeah, that's a cool story. So um, me and Cam actually uh, grew up together. Nice. I've known him since he was probably six and I was like eight uh, in the northern Nevada wrestling community. And uh and so basically when I moved from San Jose back to Reno, um, I, he hit me up and knew I'd been training for a couple of years now at the Andersons. And he had just, he had gotten into Muay Thai beforehand and now found this guy named Kelly Annenson, who is a mastermind of a coach, you know, a motherfucker of a trainer. Right. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's, let's see what's up. And I went and I dipped my toe in and I was fighting, uh, with the Andersons at the time, but I wanted to cross train with them. And, the more I trained over there, I was like, this is kind of where I belong. This is where I need to be. Uh, whereas I was working with the jujitsu four and my coaches, Kelly's a lifelong wrestler, you know, just like me. Um, we have a lot of the same thought processes as far, as far as like sequences and grappling and striking the grappling. And, and we communicate really well, understand each other. So I decided to take the step and move with him full time uh, a couple of years ago, like two, two and a half years ago. And toward the end of uh, his lease at the old gym in Reno, um, our a friend of ours and training partner named uh, Chad said that he was moving back out here and he wanted to start a gym basically and, and give Kelly the reins. And uh, me and six, seven other fighters followed him out here and uh, chasing the dream. That's sick, man. That's a, such a leap of faith, but that says a lot about what you think of Kelly and what you think, obviously, of your own career in this yeah. sport. Like, this isn't a – that wasn't a small decision for you on any level. <laughs> no, no. Did you have a job as well? Like, do you still work? Did you get a new job in North Carolina, or what What are you doing on that side of things? Yeah, uh, well, I was actually um, a project engineer in the financial department of a construction company before I decided to – going to fighting. Um, I was, I was double major in business and finance, um, actually in college, but, uh, 
then since I've committed to fighting, I, I just bartend a few nights a week now. And I've, I've, I've been doing it for a couple of years, so I've gotten kind of decent at it. And uh, it's been a good opportunity to, like, meet people and stay in the scene, but uh, keep really strict and, you know, like, I know I'm not missing out on anything. I see what y'all are doing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. But I still get to like hang out and, and make money there, which is great. That's pretty sick, man. I love I love that you're just like going all in on the career. So, I mean, obviously, do you see this as your your future? Like you want to be a yeah. pro fighter? You want to get to Bellator, UFC, wherever it may be? As far as I'm concerned, I'm already a pro. Like I, 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 I train, you know, 30, 35 hours a week, you know, like day in, day out twice a day um unless i have to work that night <laughs> you know I, I i'm in the gym um so uh yeah th th this is this is what i chose a long time ago so yeah we're, we're staying on the path no nah, i mean that's beautiful so obviously i'm not gonna let like the good people at home wonder about this and not ask about it but how'd you how'd you <laughs> how'd you lose the tooth bro how, we, we need to hear the tooth story i just had way too many man you just had it surgically removed. Like, <laughs> I got too many. I'm like an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, dude, I was just, uh, it was just one normal day during kickboxing and uh, we were doing some like play sparring and there was a lot of really experienced guys in the room. And then one guy who's like trying to like fight, but he's like kind of new. And, uh, you know, we were just boxing, but he's 400 pounds. He's like six, six, 400 pounds. And he, oh he God. just, like every, I would touch him a couple times and he would respond really hard, you know, just cause he was still a little jumpy and new. And he did that one time and I thought I had ducked it like clean and it caught me on top of the head. Whereas normally it would like kind of glance, right. It just like, like pushed everything down <laughs> and uh, that tooth hit my uh, bottom tooth. And oh, yeah, that's, that sounds miserable, man. Was it, was it bad? Like, did it, hurt did it interrupt your training did you have to quit training or was it just like <laughs> yeah keep, keep well going? yeah it was like in the last 10 minutes of practice and uh it didn't hurt as much as i was like god damn it i'm gonna have to pay for this like yeah like now i'm gonna have to deal with this for a couple months and i and i, I low-key stormed out like a pussy but nice. <laughs> it's all good <laughs> nice. and what i what i respect more than anything is that you're just rolling with it like you there's no replacement tooth like you're just like yeah this is me i got I'm missing a tooth and it's badass. Like I love yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I've been going through it. It takes like four or five months to get an implant done. So, I got a yeah that metal guy in there right now. But nice. Yeah, my my girl digs it. It's fine. Like Thanks. that was the first the first thing she said um, was like it's not that bad. And now by now she's like, I'm actually used to it. Like I don't even remember what you looked like. <laughs> Dude, with with that with that hair, that mustache, and then missing a tooth, it, it is a whole it's a whole vibe. I'll it's give a you lot. That. Yeah, it's a you look it. for sure. And I, I come I, in in cornrows, and people are like, "What's this? What's this guy <laughs> doing?" <laughs> cornrows and a mustache, missing a tooth, dude. I, I love it. I love it, man. Hey, like you said, you're in the gym training, like you're taking this extremely seriously. You can just forget all that noise. Like, who cares what they think? That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. So what Thanks. are you expecting? Like, what what do you think of fighting for 247? Like, what are your expectations coming up to Pennsylvania fighting for us at the Hollywood Casino? Like, what do you, what do you expect from this show? Well, Cam and Kelly both already spoke really highly of you guys and uh, the quality of your promotion, quality of cool. your guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like King of the Cage to me. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. Um, from from what I understand, and I'm really excited and uh, low expectations. 
But if I, you know, if we're surprised, that's great. Always low expectations with a lot of amateur shows. I get it. I definitely get that, Ben. I think uh, the feelings are definitely mutual for us with Kelly and Cam. We had an excellent experience with your team, obviously, or we wouldn't have been, you know, asking you guys to come back. But uh, I mean, you guys were you guys were awesome start to finish, which is exactly what we expected. I mean, you kind of hinted at it, but. Kelly had an amazing MMA career of his own. You know, he's a fantastic fighter. He's a longtime guy that if you've been following the sport for any amount of time, you probably have seen his fights. I mean, he beat sure. he, he beat Vulcan, Vulcan Ozdemir. <laughs> yeah, like legit. He went to Kelly, war with Corey. Yeah, Kelly is, is yeah. super legit. So what's it like training with a guy who, like you said, is not only kind of a mastermind of combat sports that you connect with on that level, but has been in there and done it. Like you can respect his credentials as well. There, there's a lot that I could say, man. There, there, there's really a lot I could say. Like I, I could go into detail about it, but I think the best thing I could say um, as far as like how he's helping me with my training, like immediately, like I know for sure if I can get away from that guy when he's trying to ride me out, hold me down, I'm, I'm going to get away from anybody. You know what I mean? And um, as far as his attention, to, <clears throat> excuse me, his attention to detail, um, when it comes to my footwork, the placement of my hands, our strategy, game plan, it, it, it's all there. It's all full circle. So That's sick. How much of that do you have to balance like with between your fighting instinct and between, you know, what what you've trained? How, how do you incorporate that? Like, is it just a, a matter of drilling that it kind of becomes instinctual for you? Because for a lot of amateur fighters, especially guys like you who come from like a strict wrestling background or something like that, it's hard to unlearn a lot of habits for MMA. Like how have you found yourself adapting to MMA as opposed to just being a wrestler that's like learning how to fight? Uh, Just blending a lot of things together. And that doesn't just come from learning the discipline separately um, is is what I've found. Like I could go train Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu and uh, boxing, you know what I mean? And wrestling separately. But unless I practice in a setting where I'm mixing all that up all the time, constantly drilling that, then my brain isn't going to forge those pathways, you know, to the point where it becomes reactionary. So um, I guess that's my answer to that is, you know, we're constantly drilling the blending of everything, you know, shots to takedowns, uh, different scenarios in and out of takedowns, getting up all the time. Um, And he gives us the freedom in those scenarios to use our own style to an extent. You know what I mean? As long as we're not breaking technique. No, that's awesome. I mean, it's clear that you guys have something special going on there, that your your gym is producing some killers. You know, we've also got Thanks, Wendy sir. and Justin Dorsey on the show, too. So we're excited to get yeah. everybody in there. Like the crew that you guys have assembled is definitely impressive, especially for as young as it is. And I guess it's a young gym, but not the the credentials aren't young. Like we've been you hanging. Said, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what's yeah. it? What has North Carolina been like for you, though? How's it feel being a part of that scene versus, you know, you've been a West Coast guy your whole life up to that point, it sounds like. So how different yeah. has that been for you? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's a culture shock for sure as far as just like around here, being around here, you know, the day-to-day living outside of the gym. But um, it, in the gym, you know, fighters are the same everywhere. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I found in my travels. Um Everybody kind of gets along. The verbiage and the slang are a little different, but we're all there to grind and work it out. And we're doing the same thing we were doing in Reno. You know, we're producing success and we're working hard every day and just sweating. 
That's sick, man. And I wanted to loop back to something you said a lot earlier about being a big Uriah Faber guy. Yeah. Are, are, are you still a big Uriah guy? Did you ever get a chance to meet him or anything? Like any cool Uriah stories? I uh, met him actually a couple times throughout the years. Um, the first time I met him was at a King of the Cage event in Reno when I was in like seventh. No, I was, I was in eighth grade. Um, and I remember being so tripped out because I was way taller than him. Oh, yeah. Like, I was way bigger than I was probably 5'10. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he's like, yeah, such a little he's guy. super tiny. Yeah. yeah. So that tripped me out. But um, I met him then, just, you know, quick picture handshake. That was really cool for me. That was probably a formative moment in like me wanting to pursue this, you know, on, mm -hmm. a, on a subconscious level. But um, sure. And then, uh, yeah, I have seen him. I saw him at uh, EBI. I forgot the last EBI Elias was EBI 16, whichever the mm -hmm. lightweights one was, he was hanging out around there and nice. And, uh, he ended up talking to Elias. And I got to say, what's up. That's thing. awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. been, there's been Matthews though. Uh, in nice. February. That was sweet. That was is dope. He, is he like your, is it Uriah and then Hughes? Like how would you rank your top five? Like most influential top five? MMA? Yeah. Give me a top five. Okay. Most influential. Or just favorite. Or like, or like, okay, let's just go like influential people I admire, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, number one, Justin Gaethje. Okay, nice. Number one, Justin Gaethje. I'm not just like kind of right now. This is where I'm at. Right, it's been different in the past. Sure. Number one, Justin Gaethje. Number two. Number two, Matt Hughes. We go number two, Matt Hughes. Number three. I'm going back old too. <laughs> Ken Shamrock in um, in uh, Pancrase. Okay, nice. Sakuraba. Kevin Randleman. Dude, that you're you're, <laughs> you're flexing some serious like hardcore fan knowledge there. Like you said, going way back with those ones. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out Billy. Dude, Randleman, one of the most ridiculous athletic specimens to ever compete in MMA just yeah. ridiculous he was just a good time that's what i mean and, <laughs> and truly a lot of those guys i don't like fight like you know what i mean i i like admire just uh the ability to pick pick somebody up and toss them over your head you know I, I've, I've always had to think about it and plot it out a little more yeah what is it is that what you love about gaichi just how wild and reckless and aggressive he is gaichi i would say i do fight like he's i wouldn't say he's <sighs> i i try to emulate Gaethje. i'm definitely not like wild and reckless you know trying to get into a gunfight but i do appreciate him changing ranges in his kicks a whole lot and being able to cover different ranges with low kicks and how much he relies on like mexican style boxing to get to work his way inside um i appreciate both those aspects and he's on the train of let's fight and then or let's bang up top then i'm gonna rock you you're gonna try to take me down it's not gonna work because i'm a great wrestler mm -hmm. and then then it's gonna be over and i i definitely subscribe to that at times Nice. There's a lot of people, a lot of Gaethje fans and a lot of people who just want to root for Gaethje, I guess, that feel he should wrestle a lot more. You know, like a lot of people are upset he doesn't try to wrestle more. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone's upset he's not wrestling more. Okay. <laughs> when, I should say I should say when he loses for not wrestling, then they're upset that he didn't wrestle. Yeah, more. Yeah, 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 I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> for sure. Well, he could, you know what I mean? But it's, it's his style, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and that screwed so many people up in the past. So I, I'm sure you've seen it, but a lot of people 
probably haven't, but I highly recommend you go to YouTube and type in Justin Gaethje slam knockout because he had some insane slam wins early on early in his on. career. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> Gaethje's just a wild man. And like you said, yeah. he he's a lot more technical, I think, than he gets credit for. I think the the Ferguson fight, especially like yeah, that showed. insane. Yeah. Just yeah. insane. So is that is that kind of you feel that you're emulating Gaethje a little bit? Like, is that what you could tell fans to expect on July 9th? Like you, you got a little Justin Gaethje in you? Yeah, with with more wrestling, like more wrestling, like I get a special satisfaction just, you know, from being a wrestler my entire life, from taking a guy down, staying on top of him, riding him out, doing a bunch of funky shit to him and then mm-hmm. seeing a look on their face and they realize they're not they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Nice. Well, dude, we're we're insanely stoked for this event. Like I said, working with you and your team again is going to be amazing. Uh, we got Billy Elliott chiming in. Yeah, Toothless aggression. Toothless <laughs> aggression. <laughs> That's a beautiful little catchphrase for it. So, yeah. man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you also putting your hair on the line because if Chase is down and you're down and we got a hair match going, I mean, look, why Fuck not? It, like, let's do this thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he's betting much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, he got he's... a top knot? <laughs> little little <laughs> man, little man bun going on, but we're cool. we're putting it on the line. I'll bring the scissors for you guys. Whatever, yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate the time, man. I know like our audience is gonna be stoked to watch you compete after listening to this. Uh, you've been awesome, man. I don't know how many Thanks, interviews you, how many interviews you've done for fights, but you're you're polished at this, bro. First one. Ah, first one yeah nice i'm honored bro. my little cherry on here Go that's on. awesome that's awesome right. we should we're gonna have to flag this as like parental advisory 18 only now for when, when we post it yeah. <laughs> i love it all right man we'll go enjoy the rest of your day you know finish up camp strong and we'll see you in a couple weeks in washington dude it's going to be a hell of a time you as well sir i appreciate right, the man. opportunity be yes sir you. yep take care man so that was Brady Rivera, everybody, fighting Chase Boyd. That is an absolute banger of an advanced amateur welterweight matchup. Freaking stoked for that fight. I was I was stoked for that fight the minute that both guys signed it, but I am even more stoked now after hearing from both of them because as you as you guys know, watching Chase and what kind of fighter he is, now you've heard from Brady and what kind of fighter he is, and the, the cast of people that he's training with is freaking – no joke guys like that gym is very very good and everybody they got there is very very good he's getting some exceptional work in, and like you said wrestling your whole life as he has i mean people in western pa can certainly appreciate that kind of wrestling background and what that means for a fighter and for fighting in general so that is going to be an absolute banger of a fight just joining the card you know we've had this ticker roll in the entire podcast at the bottom with the fight card i mean that's that's one fight of many that we've announced. I think we're up to 10 announcements. There are a few more that are signed and we'll be announcing soon. So the card is still not done. So stay tuned for some big match and like some some big, big matchups, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it on the podcast, but I will say Monday. We are announcing a fight Monday. It's an amateur fight. But you're going to want to tune in. We haven't mentioned it before. We haven't said a word about it on the podcast, nothing. But there's an amateur fight that we're going to announce Monday that you're going to want to tune in for. A pretty, pretty big deal um, transitioning from a sport <laughs> to MMA. He, he's a guy that you might know from, from another sport who's getting into MMA. So we're stoked to have him in this fight. He's got a super game opponent who uh, has more experience than him, older than him, 
way more, you know, training time than him in MMA. So it's going to be a banger. It's going to be an absolute banger, and we're stoked for it. Along with, you know, all the fights at the bottom, we've talked to several of these fighters on the podcast and hyped these fighters on the podcast already. But we're not done, man. This this July 9th card, go get your tickets right now at 247fighting.com. I know we've said this every podcast, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse with it, but this thing is selling out, like, fast. <laughs> Ryan actually texted me um, this morning to say that there were only 16 third row seats left. So the first and second row are completely sold out, and the third row is working on being sold out. So I'm, I'm going to pull up the little seating chart for you guys just to see this, to know that uh, this is not – this is not promoter speak for you guys, not blowing smoke. We're not lying. The colored dots are available and the gray dots are sold. So as you can see, it's getting pretty thin. We got like half the seats left maybe. And a lot of them are these intermediate seats left. And then beyond that, this area, all these gray areas are just standing room only. So if you want a seat, if you want a physical chair, and you want the prime view, your picking, pickings are getting slim, guys. Uh, it's, it's not like we're not doing this as a, as a way to build um, urgency. We're not trying to, like, force you to buy now and, and, like, lying to you about the amount of seats that are left. This is the literal seating chart, and when these seats are gone, they're gone, and we literally can't add more. So if you want seats, get in there, get them now. This, we got Chase Boyd and Brady Rivera, who you just heard from, along with all the fights on the bottom, along with a couple fights to come. So this is going to be one heck of a night, guys. I mean, July 7th at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. We're stoked for it, and we will see you there. Go get those tickets, 247fighting.com. We'll talk to you guys next week, and uh, stay tuned to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for that fight announcement on Monday as well as some really fun content coming. I got some videos for you guys, got some things for you guys that I think you're going to want to see. So just tune in. We're taking everything to the next level. Let's go.